the CPHI podcast series. Hello and welcome to this instalment of the CPHI podcast series. I'm Tara Dougal, Head of Content and Insights at Informa Markets. And in this episode, we're going to be exploring how biopharma can secure the workforce of the future. The biopharmaceutical industry has seen incredible growth in the past decade and shows no sign of slowing as the need for specialized treatments in oncology, immunology and vaccines continues to grow. To support innovation, the biopharma industry needs a suitably skilled workforce and therein lies one significant challenge facing the market at present. Emerging technologies and new capabilities require a specialized skill set and finding the right candidates in a competitive market can be complex. So today we'll be diving into this issue and examining exactly what can be done to close this skills gap, enabling biopharma innovation to continue at pace. So joining me today, I'm very happy to introduce Killian O'Driscoll, Director of Projects at the National Institute for Bioprocessing Research and Training, otherwise known as NIBERT. So Killian, welcome and thank you for taking part. How are you today? Very good, Tara, and thank you for the invitation and good to be discussing this matter with you today. Brilliant. So let's start at the very beginning. Could you tell us a little bit about NIBERT and your role there and what your goals are? Sure. So NIBERT stands for the National Institute for Bioprocessing Research and Training. And we're based in Dublin in Ireland, and we would have opened our facility in 2011. So what our mission is, is to help the growth and development of the biopharmaceutical manufacturing sector really by doing two things, by doing cutting edge research focused on biopharma manufacturing. And then really the topic for today's chat is to develop the worst of the future by providing innovative training and education solutions. So each year we train around four and a half thousand people. They come from all over the globe. We now have a global partnership program with partners in the US, Canada, Korea, China and Australia and delighted to talk to you today a little bit more. Brilliant, thank you. So in the introduction there, I alluded a little bit to the enormous growth that we've seen in biopharma in the past decade. What are some of the key challenges and trends that you're seeing more broadly in the biopharma landscape at the moment? We would very much recognise that trend of strong growth of the industry. And we're seeing a continuation of the strong growth of biologics. So most recent figures are that the biopharma industry revenues around $300 billion per year. And out of the top 20 selling drug products, 13 of them are biologics. So the impact of biologics is something that was predicted over the last 10 or 15 years, and that has come to reality. So as we look at kind of the next five and 10 years, and we look at what products are coming through the pipeline, We see biologics obviously still growing in dominance, very much still based on monoclonals, but I suppose the key trend is very much increasing complexity in the therapeutic pipeline. And we're beginning to see that already. So we're beginning to see more complex antibodies, whether that's bispecifics or tri-specifics or antibody drug conjugates. And then of course, what's been very well documented is the impact of novel advanced therapeutics, whether that's cell therapies, gene therapies, course or RNA technologies over the last number of years has come to prominence. And then as we look even further right, we're seeing other types of RNA technologies, gene editing technologies, exosome based technologies. So absolutely a key trend 
is the complexity of the therapeutic pipeline that's going to feature strongly over the next 5, 10, 15 years. Okay, so with that complexity, of course, I imagine you're going to need the right people to do the job and to manage the technologies which come along with so much development. So I understand that this is why this is such a big challenge for the biopharma sector. Where are the gaps specifically that you're seeing? You're absolutely right. The therapeutic complexity is driving complexity in all aspects of manufacturing operations. You're beginning to see facilities now which are multi-product facilities, they're hybrid facilities, a mixture between stainless steel and single use. You're seeing the impact of digital technologies, you're seeing vendor-driven innovation in areas such as BAT, which has obviously been around for a, a period of time, the impact of continuous manufacturing paradigms, particularly in downstream processing. So as you look across all functional areas of biopharma manufacturing, there's a very significant wave of innovation. And that is one of the factors that is, is driving the global shortage in talent. And it really is a, a global shortage. It's not just to one particular location. It's really kind of scattered throughout the world. So if you're a company in biopharma, you've got all these exciting products in your pipeline. What steps can you take to retain and recruit the right talent? Some of the issues that we've seen in companies in the past is that they've tended to take a sporadic view to both identifying talent, recruiting talent and retaining talent. They might address the particular area when they have a particular issue. So it's somewhat reactively, but this really needs to be an ongoing initiative addressed proactively. And the companies that we have seen who have the strongest offering in this area are companies who take a long-term strategic view about how they identify their talent, bring their talent on board, sustain their talent and crucially, how they interact with the local community, with the local schools, with the local universities, with non-traditional sectors, how they increase diversity within their workforce is another key component. Are you struggling to cut through the noise? The pharmaceutical industry can be a crowded market. Partner with CPHI Online, the largest pharma marketplace and community worldwide. Get direct access to 280,000 pharma buyers and gather qualified leads all year round to help build your pipeline and grow your revenue. With CPHI Online, you'll be able to stand out from the competition and reach a large global pharma audience. To learn more about promoting your company using only one platform, go to cphionline.com. How can NIBERT help? What's the contribution to the industry? We work very closely with industry, mainly based in Ireland, but then through our international partnerships on a global basis as well, really to kind of to do a couple of things. Firstly, is to work closely with all the stakeholders, be that people in government or academia and industry, so that people are really kind of aware of the great opportunities that there are within biopharma manufacturing and that government policy and European policy is aligned towards that. And, you know, there's some fantastic programs out there, such as there's a particular program called the Springboard Plus program that's kind of co-funded by the Irish government and by the European Union. And that provides essentially free training programs to those job seekers who may wish to work within industry. So our role is both on the policy side, but then in also on the delivery side to make sure that we're providing that kind of hands-on practical training on all aspects of biopharma manufacturing, that we liaise with the technology companies, with the vendor companies, so that we can train on the latest technologies 
And then kind of the third piece then is more on the societal piece is, is about increasing the profile and indeed the brand of, of biopharmaceutical manufacturing so that parents, school leavers, young adults, when they're making important decisions about their future career, that they're aware of the wonderful opportunities that do exist within biopharma manufacturing. Great. And do you think the pandemic has had any kind of impact on talent acquisition? It has for sure. I mean, I think one thing that we've seen is that for the pandemic, there was a shortfall in the skill sets required globally. And that's the impact of the pandemic has really exasperated that. So we've seen the demand for people with biopharma manufacturing skills, obviously, particularly within the the vaccine area and particularly within the mRNA area has has become quite acute. And then as well as seen across all sectors, there's probably an increased volatility as well as people perhaps kind of move jobs perhaps more frequently than they might have done so in the past. And it's also, of course, COVID has impacted on the complexity of the hiring process. Now, technology has helped alleviate some of those complexities, but still that has been an additional challenge to the overall talent acquisition. Yeah. And something we're hearing a lot about at the moment across all areas of the industry is really the sustainability policies within companies. So how companies can establish ESG framework into their overall strategy. Do you think this is enough of a focus for current trainees? It's an absolutely critical focus. Perhaps in the past, it hasn't been as prominent, but we're beginning to see much more prominence on it. So For example, I know J&J, for example, have publicly talked about that they want to generate 100% of their electricity requirements by renewals by 2025, and they're making strong progress to that. So we are seeing it as a key factor now in that when people are looking at particular industries, they want to make sure that those industries are aligned with sustainability goals. And biopharma has made some good progress, but obviously it's a long-term objective that needs to be tackled with some urgency. Yeah, understood. And for you at NIBERT, what are your priorities going to be in the coming year? So it's very much still focused on what our core mission is, is to help the growth and development of the biopharmaceutical manufacturing sector. And we're doing that in a number of ways this year. We are developing a new extension in NIBER to increase our capacity to deliver training and research around cell and gene therapies. We are going to see the further expansion of our global partners program. At the start of the pandemic, we launched the NIBER Online Academy, our NOAA, which has gone from strength to strength. And again, we're putting in increased investment in that area, increased technologies, focus on immersive technologies to help deliver training. And as always, then the other side of our business is on the research side, and it's uh, increasing kind of the scale and the caliber and the output and the amount of collaborations we do from our research teams with a particular focus on bioanalytic characterization of of next generation therapeutics. Big year ahead then. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. (laughs) And if someone's listening to this podcast, Biofarba Company, and they're thinking, okay, this is not something that was necessarily on my radar enough before, but I want to get started with exploring how I can create a sustainable workforce. Where would you suggest they start? We very much welcome any contact, even if it is just exploratory. So people can contact me via LinkedIn or they can go to our website, www.nybert.ie, or just drop an email to info at nybert.ie. And either myself or one of my team would, would be delighted to have a conversation. Thank you so much, Killian, for joining us today and for all of your insights. If you're looking for more information on biomanufacturing and bioprocessing, why not join us on February the 22nd at 4pm 
European time for a webinar on the future of biomanufacturing, capacity, capability and careers. If you're listening to this podcast later than that date, don't worry, you can still access the content on demand on CPHI online. So that's all we have time for today. Thank you again for joining us for this edition of the CPHI podcast series. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the CPHI podcast series. For pharmaceutical news, webinars, events and more, visit cphionline.com.